Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Work Therapy Podcast, where the struggle is real, but the possibilities are endless. I am Brooke, your host and founder here at In Good Company, and I'm delighted to have you. Work Therapy is a little corner of the internet where we explore the modern work landscape, how to navigate it, and make it more meaningful. Excited to have my frequent co-host, Kendall, joining on almost our last day of work for the year, which I don't know about you, Kendall. I, in every call I've been on today, it's Friday, the 15th. Everybody is like, uh, I can do it, but... (laughs) Everybody's ready to be done. Yeah. We're all like (laughs) wrapping up projects and like you can tell everybody's like really, you know, over it. Yeah. And, you know, we love our jobs. It's just like, uh, I need, it's time for a break. Oh my gosh. Yes. I was on a meeting yesterday and my boss basically was just like, let's just do a touch point. How are you doing? Like he, it was like, What's the point of even going over all these details? We'll just pick yeah, it up in January. It's like, Everyone's like, why Why are we doing it? Like, let's just start fresh in January. Yeah, it's know? like wrapping up projects. And so there's nothing new. Nobody wants to talk about a, a tension or an issue right now. <laughs> like, let's just <laughs> no. like, let's get it wrapped up. So yeah, anyways, when we hopped on it, it was like, hey, Kendall, like, let's do something different. Let's go through some reflective questions and answer them because, you know, we talk a lot about really honestly, like self-leadership, the modern work landscape and how to navigate it. And I thought it would be fun to really answer these questions and put this framework together so that anyone listening can sit and take time to ask themselves these questions as well, or grab a friend or a coworker and have the conversation. Tell me, Kendall, as I pull up the questions, what, like, what do you think, like, the the power of self-reflection? How has that impacted you in your life, taking time like this to pause and reflect? I think you need to evaluate why you're doing what you're doing, like your why. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we start doing something or we get in a habit of doing things and we don't even know why we're doing them, you know? Oh, yes. So I think it's good to ask your why. Mm-hmm. Um, Because sometimes I've noticed I've been doing things and then I'm like, why am I doing this? And I'm like, oh, it served me back in circa 2016, but I don't really need to keep doing <laughs> yes. this for anymore, you know? Yeah. And then I also think it's good to reflect on your successes. Like, gosh, I'm really proud of myself for this, you know? And then I think it's also good to evaluate like what you don't want to do anymore. You're like, that's, this isn't going to serve me well if I keep doing this. So I think when you don't stop and reflect, you can end up in a place you don't want to be. I agree. I think I do a lot of self-reflection and I find it helps me just have a clear head to navigate, honestly, like everyday decisions. And like you said, the circa, like what, what am I doing still that's no longer serving me? Do you, does anything come to mind for you right now? I think overall my 2023 was more refining. I think some years can be more like a raw, raw mountaintop. Like, yeah, I accomplished so much. This is the best. And then yeah. <laughs> 2023 was more very, it was refining for me. 
the economy, as we all know, we are in a, what would you even call it? Is it really a recession? Uh, No, technically we never went into a recession. And what they're calling it now is like more of like a bull market. Like we are somehow right now, I mean, they just announced yesterday that they're not going to be, that they will be decreasing interest rates in 2024. And because of that, like people are saying that we have managed to not go into a recession. So the stock market is at an all-time high. I think people are feeling optimistic. It's so interesting you brought that up, like the economy. I was just reading another article today saying that, you know, they're saying like, are because of social media, do people have a different story about how our economy is in a recession when it actually isn't? And I was just seeing on LinkedIn, I've been seeing from like a few salespeople, they're like, you know, in this economy. And I'm like, I think we're like all carrying a story that's speaking of no longer serving us. That's not serving us. <laughs> I think we're like, we're in a downturn. So everybody's like, oh, we're in a downturn and is freaking themselves out. But honestly, like, I think the news we've gotten this week is we should be cautiously optimistic always, but to live in the space of like, our economy's not bad. Is it going to serve anybody? I would say that. I don't think that businesses are tanking or declining or laying off heavily in general. In general, I'm sure there's some industries that are. Um, But I think it's because the high interest rates, that's what it was. I do think that's accurate. I think because there's been a looming recession and so much uncertainty, people have just been more cautious, period. And so that made my work, my line of work more challenging. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would say any sales role, there are going to be years you're going to kill it. And there's going to be years that are harder years to sell than others. What's hard is to try to keep the same work ethic and the same endurance and discipline, even on days you don't feel it or you don't get results. And that was the year I had. I had to keep being faithful and doing my work, even though I wasn't seeing results. Did you notice like changing anything got you the results? Like, did you experiment with different like ways of Oh, I tried a thousand different ways. Okay. Like I would change, do this, do this. Nothing was working. And then finally, by the end of the year, I was like, guys, I am doing like, and the whole time I was asking for input, like, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to change? Please. And then... (laughs) I started to talk to my other partners that were doing my same line of work and they all were like, I I don't know what to tell you. I've done everything I can. So then that made me not feel crazy because when I talked to other people, they were all in the same boat. Yeah. They were all where I was at. And so sometimes you're the problem and then sometimes there's outside circumstances you can't control. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of outside circumstances I couldn't control. You know, I, I one thing that we really like a, an understanding, I think, a foundation on the podcast is really believing that our lives can and are integrated, um, not can and are, but they are our lives, are our work lives and our personal lives. There isn't like a true separation, like to think that our work life isn't going to affect our personal or our personal isn't going to affect our work is um, it's just not true. They are going to affect one another and we are whole people that have whole lives. And so, you know, is, have you, you know, saying, okay, your work life has been challenging and refining. How did that impact 
your personal life and how, I mean, how much or how little, I guess. You know, it really didn't. Like, I would say I've had more time to connect with my kids, been more engaged, love this season of being a mom than I ever have. Me and Josh's marriage, really good. Very connected to my neighbors because I have a very fun neighborhood. You know, so that's what was odd. My my work life was really hard, but like every other bucket of my life, I would say was a positive. Yeah. So it sounds like... So that's good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so it's like you were able to not make, not let kind of the struggles in your work life seep over... And you just kind of had, it sounds like you just had some good boundaries in place, like energetic boundaries and emotional boundaries with work. Yes. So that, that was a win. That's a huge win. Okay, Brooke, what has been the most refining thing for you this year in line of your work? Yeah, that's really good. I think patience. So there was a theme not just with like my personal work, but even my clients' businesses of just a need for patience of waiting until like, sometimes you just need to be patient for things to clear up. And it takes a lot of conversations and critical thinking and slowing down. And I would say that was a, that was kind of my year in a lot of ways was just navigating muddy waters. And I do think the economy kind of, you know, when, when there's not like rising waters, you know, like it's, it's not as easy to do business when the economy is not like booming, you know, like I think all the, all the broken pieces come up or things just feel like the mud's a bit thicker and higher. And so overall, that's a bit how it felt. I think for me, even in the past like month, things have been very like there's been a lot of breakthrough and clarity going into next year, which is very exciting. So I guess if I could put it in a couple words, it would just be resilience and endurance to the light at the end of the tunnel. That's interesting. You said patience. Mm-hmm. Is it? I struggle with that too because I wanted things to move or I wanted to do something and see immediate results. And that just wasn't what this year was about. Well, yeah. And speed doesn't always equal health. (laughs) A lot of times it doesn't. And I like things. I mean, I think we all prefer speed, but I I don't. Speed does not equal health. And so, Mm -hmm. again, the things that felt slow, I think, were not unhealthy. They were actually like a healthy due process. I wouldn't say 100% of it was, but I think... Yes, it was a good process. And I would say I'm richer because of it, like richer as a human. Um, And yeah, just more refined. And I would say more grounded. I read a book this year. And like one of the quotes she said, I read a book, I read a lot of books this year. Uh, A quote she just said was like, you know, surrender is like a superpower and like offering. And I was like, wow, that's so good. So I've just been, this has been a year of me just practicing, just like letting go and surrender. And that's been amazing. Yeah. You know, surrender is a very freeing thing to do because I think when I get anxiety or stress, it's because I'm holding on to an idea of what I wanted it to be 
or something I think owed to me. And then when I surrender, it's like, I feel free to just accept what it is. Yeah. And I'll say this. I don't want to, when I say like muddy waters, all that, like looking on paper, it was a very successful year for my business person, you know, like, and for a lot of my clients, but it, it felt slower and muddier than, and like, there was a lot of surrender needed. <laughs> yes. A lot of gotcha. things that felt out, out of control. And I agree, Kendall, I think surrender is undervalued. And I was thinking about this too. Like you can, being intentional is really important. Kind of we, how we started this conversation. You just said, yeah, if we don't ever like check in, we're just like living life on, you know, we're not, we're not even like have our hand on the wheel. We're just kind of coasting and going in any direction, which could not be even the direction we want to go in. So there, it is important to reflect on that. And I think when you pair intention with surrender, it's like a really beautiful path you pay for yourself. Okay. Next question. Best investment you've made in your own personal development this year? Doing a Bible study. Oh, like with those girls that you... Mm-hmm. That's been more of a self-development for me to slow down and take care of myself spiritually. Yeah. I love it. Yes. And the connection I've made with these women has been really good for me too. I think in in corporate America, I feel like you can feel like not a human being sometimes. <laughs> you can feel just like, oh, I'm a machine. I'm a cog in the wheel. I'm here to perform and do tasks. I think for me, it's good to slow down and connect with God and people in a meaningful way mm-hmm. and not feel like I'm a performer because I'm in a very performance-driven job. Yeah, in sales for sure. Yeah. Okay, what about you? What is the best investment? Yeah, so I'm going to share the investment and then just a really core cool realization. I think in like the self-help world, personal development world, there's a lot of books and resources out there. And I'm, I do development, right? For companies, like I'm right. all about leadership development. But one thing that's very clear is, and that I've known, but even was like cemented this year is like any, any self-development that's done on an island or isolated to just me and I is just not transformative or even helpful. I think it can just honestly make people insane and more egotistical. And I really do. What do you mean? Like when people just by themselves try to do self-help on themselves? What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, kind of like, uh, yeah, like just becoming obsessed with like their own self-realization. I think if it's done in isolation, like if you're reading all the books and doing all the things, but you're not being vulnerable or connecting with a community and having real honest conversations with other people, it just is going to make you crazy. Like it has to be done in partnership with other people. Yeah, because you can have blind spots you're not aware of. Yeah. Or, right. Well, I mean, it's just not a recipe for success. You think about, like, I guess that came up, you and I were talking about Dave Hollis the other day, and I never I never really followed his stuff. I just, it was, I, I went everything, he and Rachel Hollis, I knew she was a huge self-development person, and then you know, I saw like articles about they were getting divorced. And then I know that he he passed from an overdose. And that was like, he was self-development guru or whatever. So I just, I don't know, that's an extreme example. But I think just all personal development needs to have, like for it to be truly transformative for you and 
the world you live in, it needs to happen in like within a community. From the inside we out. We need people. Yeah. And we need people. We need connection. Like we can't, we, we need people and to live life with people. And I think in America, we just are, it's, we're missing that a little bit because people are on their phones and busy. Like you said, you've got a job. I'm a mom. Like you made time to connect with people like spirituality and community. And that is incredibly meaningful and healthy. Yes, for sure. Yeah. They say like new um, loneliness is like the new heart disease or cancer. Like it's a smoking. That's what they say. Like loneliness is the new smoking. Like it's so bad for your health. So the personally though, the best investment I made in my own development was digging into money. So it's never been like a strong suit of mine. You know this, you're like, Brooke spends it or gives it. Like, didn't you right. say that in college, like a college, like my interview before I moved to Morocco, they like interviewed you and you're like, well, Brooke, Brooke's release with money is that she gives it or she spends it, but she doesn't. That, keep yeah. It. I would say that is for you. Yeah. You definitely, if you got money, you'll put it out there yeah, in the universe I'll put it or out something. There. <laughs> so, yeah, right. So, but I really like at the beginning of this year, I was like, I, I want to like dive in. I've, I've always just like had the mentality. And I think a lot of like, it's, I can, it's kind of an ADHD trade is like, just make money. But I was like, ah, I think I can do better than just that. Like, I think I, I think it's time. And so I kind of, I went on a journey of learning, diving in and getting help and getting like just spending a lot more time because I do not like budgets. I don't like thinking about like it's just not my strong suit and I it, it kind of wears me out. So I but I read a book um, called It's Not Your Money and it was so powerful and really life changing. And then I brought on someone to my business um, that is a strong like financial background and expertise. And so she's managing my um, business budget and expenses. And then she's also, I brought her in to like help me with our like personal budget and it's so freeing and I'm really, really proud of myself. And yeah. So that's like where I like really focused this year that I have not done before. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, I love that for you. It's been... good for you. You know, cause some people live with a weakness their whole life and they're like, whatever, it's just who I am. I don't want to change or try to grow in that area. Yeah, and, and I was you're like, like no, no, I want to do better. I'm 41, and I need to fix this, or I want to change this. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to like that's not great. Just I want to be awesome at it. And what I realized though is like I tell people all the time, I'm like, focus on your strengths and manage your weaknesses. So I'm managing it, but I've also brought somebody around that's really good at it, so that I can be excellent. So I'm not saying, hey, you figure it out. I don't want to do anything. It really is a partnership. But the two of us together, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be like really good at this. Okay, this is the fun next question. And we can fly through these. I'll ask it to you first. Like what didn't work or like what's something that like was just a total failure this year? I mean, work was one of those. I mean, it kind of already went with that. I was like, I did not meet my goals. I did not. This was just a rough year in general. What about you? What was the, what didn't work for you? Yeah. So I, I joined this like mastermind cohort and it just did not meet my expectations and it was expensive. (laughs) So yeah. So it was kind of money down the drain, you know, 
I don't, it wasn't total money down the drain. I think if I saw it that way, a hundred percent would be, it wasn't a great investment. And I tell people all the time, like all investment requires risk, right? So like there is risk involved and I'm like, oh shoot, I'm one of those people that invested in a program and it like didn't. And I, again, like I, I wasn't able to like fully invest the way I needed to just out of time to make it successful, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't as, it to me, it's it wasn't great. And I just realized, cause it was like kind of a mastermind focus. And I'm like, these just aren't my people and they're sweet. Like there's nothing wrong. Like they, it, they have integrity. Like it wasn't like they were a group that like didn't have integrity or like, we're not like they were all that. So I think values were aligned, but I was just like, these just aren't my people. And this is not how I want to go about growing my business. What I learned from that was I think it can be really hard to let go of things that we've invested in significantly. And we get stuck. So we're like, oh my gosh, I put so much into this. I've got to finish it. And I think I'm, I'm so thankful I had the learning and like courage in that moment to say, yeah, this just isn't working. And I'm not going to keep investing in it. I'm going to like let it go because I can't really move on to the next thing unless I let, I need to let this go and open open up like for what's next for me. And it would have held me back if I would have continued to stay in the program. I love that. Yeah. I love that for you that you're like, I'm not investing here anymore. That That is what happened a lot with certain clients I was trying to land and I realized they're not going anywhere or like this isn't going to move forward. I moved on. Um, yes. That's a good lesson. Like, Moving on. I'm not going to keep trying to make this a thing if it isn't. So again, I just think if we can encourage anybody, like if there's something that's not working or you've invested in something, like it's okay to let it go. Like sometimes we just got to let things go for new doors to open and um, to move forward onto like, yeah, the clients that do are ready for you. Okay. Kendall, what are you walking into next year expecting about? I haven't that I, I need to sit down and reflect. What about you? What are you expecting about? Yeah, I I am speaking of like kind of the failure or what didn't work. I think where I felt challenged and by my coach is I think I can have a tendency to look for the answers outside of myself that other people are going to get me to where I want to go more quickly and that they have the answers. And I think where I've been really challenged is I think for this coming year, leaning into like my, my own intuition and my just natural inner circle to get insight from and make decisions and honestly like source like god like what is that intuitive sense i have also you know what does the research say but i think in the past i have relied too much on maybe an expert or i'll over research something and i i think that i'm expecting about this year that really leaning into like sounds cheesy, but like my own inner wisdom and making decisions that way and creating from that place. I just sense there's going to be a lot of like power and energy and, and honestly momentum that's going to come. And what that does require of me though, is like more listening and being still. And I actually have already been in that work and it's been like very, very 
I feel very renewed and energized and grounded and present. So I'm just excited and expectant for more of that. You mean, okay, so what I heard you say is like, sometimes you're either looking outside to people or circumstance or a thing and you just, your motor is running, running, running. And instead you're like, I need to slow down, spend time alone, Mm -hmm. get centered and work out of a centered place Mm -hmm. than a scurry, hurry, move, move, move place. Yeah. So I'm really expectant about that. I'm excited and yeah, I'm expecting. I, I think it's going to be a really just year of new things like for the business and my like our home life. And I know anything can happen, but right now it's just very the boys are in a good place. Like I feel like we're just in a very like home life is really it's good and full, but like simple. And I I want to keep it as like simple as possible. And I really do think that there will be just continued growth. And I know you know, I haven't like officially announced it, but we'll, you know, in good company, we'll be offering like courses and um, trainings for companies to like send their employees to. So I'm I'm just really excited about that next phase of the business. Oh, cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So you're going to get back to us on what you're expecting. I'm going to get back. Yeah, I'm going to get back. And it's not coming yeah. to you in the moment, which is fine. It's not... Yeah. What do you want then? Like, how do you want next year to be different? Because this is good for someone that's like, I don't know what to expect. Like, maybe that question's not resonating. Like, and again, it doesn't need to be formulated, but like, what do you want to be different next year? What do you want to create? Like, what would be ideal? This is something that I struggle with. It's very similar to what you said. Okay. About yourself. (laughs) That you like look to everybody else or you're outward focused instead of like, okay, what inwardly do I want? I think I'm not a very good proactive planner. Like I tend to love go with the flow. Every day is a new day. Like I love spontaneity. I love change. I would rather things constantly change, honestly, than be like, okay, every day I have to do the same thing. I would be like, oh my gosh. But I think the the weakness of that is I won't slow down to really listen to things that I want to happen and come up with a plan how to make them happen. And so for me, I need to slow down and be more proactive about like my week and what do I want. And so it's like, okay, if we want, if we want to go deeper with friendships, we need to slow down and make time in our calendar for people that are important. And that means I got a plan. I got to plan dinner dates or a babysitter or what, you know, just slowing down so I can make what I really want happen. Yeah, I love that. So maybe, yeah, that's like what you want is to, you know, like maybe not over plan, but just maybe put in a little bit more structure and forethought into like, what do you want to create? And like, what do you want to experience this year? And making sure that you're kind of putting the structure in place to make that happen. Yeah. I I do think that when I was like 30, 30 to 31, 32, 33, I did a lot of where do I want to be in five years? What do I want? And I could say I accomplished a lot of what I wanted in my thirties. Like I'm now, you know, now I'm 41. So I think I need a fresh, I need to revisit. Okay. You did a lot in your thirties that you wanted to do. Now, what do you want to do in your forties? That's kind of where I'm at right now. So that's probably why I need to kind of slow down and rethink that. Yeah. Like, that's a big question to ask. 
and not pre- no not having pressure there, but like having like a playful like curiosity. I think will yeah, help. Yeah, like what do I want? Yeah. Okay. I love it. Well, I'm excited to hear more about like when you kind of identify those details, but I think what you're expecting about is what I heard you say is just more intentional experiences that you create space for. And you have done that this year, by the way. I've gotten much better at that, but I want to continue to be better at that. A hundred percent. Okay. Amazing. Well, Thank you for joining us for another insightful episode of Work Therapy. We hope you found the wisdom renewal and inspiration you're looking for. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Your feedback helps other people get the therapy they need. And we'd love to hear from you. So share work stories and situations that you'd like advice or for us to have a conversation around the link to the survey. It's only like three minutes and it's in our show notes. We're excited to hear from you. So Have a great day and I will see you next week.